Welcome to the 445th consecutive week of Cinema PsyOp. I'm your host, Court, the guy that is both regretting Al Adamson's purchase of the box set and also screaming at the start of the show, wondering how his voice is going to last. And joining me in my dismay at my own stupidity is my co-host, Matt. I told you to calm that voice down, man. I told you to calm it down. I got some chloroceptic. It'll bounce back. It'll be fine. There you go. Worst case scenario, it'll just lower it an octave by treating it so badly. That's fine. Well, at least something's happening. Yeah, me with a lower voice is just going to make me that much more sexy. Yeah. <laughs> sexy. <laughs> Kathleen Turner Overdrive, my friend. <laughs> yeah, but when you do it, it's creepy. Yeah, it is. It's true. It's fitting for this week's movie, Satan Sadist, uh, possibly the roughest, if not the first, of the outlaw biker films. Now, obviously, uh, the very first one that I can think of off the top of my head is The Wild One with Brando, but this one is very much a template of what Al Adamson would do later on with his biker movies that he makes, but also other biker movies pretty much borrow from this very heavily. The biker gangs happen upon people, they menace them, they fucking rape them, and then they murder them. Yeah, And and it's... It's really fucking gross. Then there's like one person that ends up getting revenge either because like their girlfriend was raped and murdered by the biker gang or um, they were knocked unconscious and then their girlfriend was raped and then survived, but they didn't murder him or something along those lines. It's a pattern that you're going to see for every single one of the biker movies that comes up. And Al Adamson has done a handful of them and they're in this box set. Um, mm, super. This one I'm pretty sure is the roughest from what I remember of all the Al Adamson biker movies. And there, yeah. are, there are others that are rougher, which we probably won't bring on the show because anything that starts getting to the boundary of like last house on the left is just too much for you. And I'm just not doing that to you these days. Yeah. I'm just not into it. Can't say I blame you, man. That's not entertainment for you. That's, you know, traumatizing. That's not something that you need to go through anymore for the show. Yeah. I'm, uh, I've already, I've already done, I've done my time. Now, having said that, just because I don't remember things that happened in the movie happening the way that they happen doesn't mean that you might be exposed to some rough stuff. And maybe I don't even know what's in the movie. I just have heard about it and wanted to check it out. Yeah. I'm positive. I'll be exposed to some rough stuff. It's just going to happen. Right. But it's not something I'm going to knowingly do to you anymore. I'm going to try. No, you're to not it. trying to do this. And if I do, I play it up and tell you that I'm trying to do it because I think I've been yeah, too that's, lately. that's also true. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Satan Sadist is definitely not the most believable of biker films that I've seen for outlaw bikers, but it's certainly one of the earliest. Um, it's certainly more believable than the all-girl biker gang <laughs> that uh, Hershey yeah. Gordon Lewis's movie was. And I, oh, yeah, yeah, She yeah, Devils yeah. on Wheels, I think, was the title we reviewed it under but it's got a couple of different titles um and that's literally just the same activity they just flip it to where it's the women doing the horrible shit to men and yes that, that's that, true that made it easier to watch than this yeah and, yeah no you're you're not wrong <laughs> child star and one time famous performer in the west side story live action movie of the late 60s uh russ tamblin is in this and he plays the oh. most menacing sadistic prick on the face of this earth yeah he is not a good dude <laughs> not at all man uh uh, he got into this film and did some of his own dialogue after he got, you know, hired to do it. And it's a get for Russ Tamlin to play this kind of role because people are going to be interested in it because up until now, he'd been playing, you know, relatively sweet guys that weren't that evil. And then, yeah. boom, let's hit you with this Russ Tamlin. And other people are going to recognize him as Dr. Jacoby and Twin Peaks and a bunch of other movies that he was in as well. But the signature of his that kind of carries through in like the David Lynch world, then when he shows up, is 
sees these sort of rose-colored glasses that he's wearing here. It's become a sort of thing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why, but it just is. And David Lynch. That's just something he always has. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. it's, it is, it is what it is. Russ Tamlin's a very interesting actor. I don't know if he's good or bad. Uh, his performance in this is definitely powerful and it definitely motivates me to keep watching to see what horrible thing he's going to do next. But he is a bit pretentious and over the top with it too at the same time, I think. Yeah. That's, that's also true. <laughs> but, and we'll, we'll get there when we get there. But to me, it feels like that's the character doing that, not him. Like he's going so method that he made the character pretentious. Oh yeah. He, yeah that's the character. That's not him. You're right on that. But yeah, he's still not a cool dude. <laughs> no, I mean, he's a cool dude probably in real life he was, but uh, his character, not, not cool. <laughs> yeah. The surviving cast members of this are pretty much a heel program for like 99% of it. And it's awful. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. It's just innocent people being menaced and tortured. And uh, yeah. well, let's stop talking. Victimized. Yeah, let's just stop talking around it and let's just talk about it. What do you think? No, I agree. <laughs> All right. So on the Pirate Radio edit this week, I did try to pick something that had to do with bikers, uh, particularly the looks of the bikes in this outlaw biker crew for our first song, which is Carol Connors and the Cycles. And I believe this was a commercial at one time, and it's Yum Yum Yamaha on the Pirate Radio edit right after this. This will keep it quiet. Oh, hi there. I didn't see you. You call me cutting a new show. I'm Bo Ransdell, and I'm one of the many creators you can find on Legion Podcasts. I said quiet! My fellow podcasters and I work hard to bring you the best in horror podcasting, but that comes at a cost. What's that like to live deliciously? Not that, but also, yes. No, what I'm getting at is that there are server costs, costs for good microphones and software for editing... All the things that make our shows, you know, fun to listen to. And you can help. If you're enjoying the shows on legionpodcasts.com or in the Legion Network available on iTunes and Stitcher, just about anywhere you can download a podcast, really, you can help us out and get a little something for your trouble at patreon.com forward slash legionpodcasts. For just two bucks a month, you get a pair of movie commentaries exclusive to Patreon, and for five dollars, you can also join us for a monthly screening of a movie. All of that available on patreon.com forward slash legion podcasts. We appreciate it and thank you for listening. Now, back to the cutting room. Is that not 
not a song from a commercial, right? <laughs> that's right? exactly no what it is. I almost want to buy a Yamaha just because it sounds yeah. like so much fun and it's yum yum. It's a yum yum Yamaha, man. And you see an old <laughs> granny and you're on your yum yamahama hama. Either way, it's definitely more comfortable to listen to than our review is going to be for Satan's Sadist. Yeah, right. No shit. Whenever you're ready. Uh, oh, yeah, I guess it is me. <laughs> Satan Sadist, that first 20. Uh, uh, we got some bikers. They be biking. Uh, and uh, they come up on a couple who are just having a romantic day out. Um, and they decide they go ahead and they rape the woman and then they kill them and then dump their car off a cliff, making it look like an accident. Uh, it's important to note that one of the guys constantly gives women acid in order to rape them, to make them more compliant. Yeah. She was aware uh, of what's going on and to be able to defend themselves. Yeah, no, that's, that's also true because yeah, she is definitely drugged. Uh, and then that happens. And so, uh, then the bikers are just hanging out. They're smoking some pot and a lady biker is handing out some beer. They get started to talk, and that is our first clip. Anchor, I did pretty good, huh, man? Yeah, man, you did real good. That's good for a guy with one eye, huh? Hey, you know, if this guy doesn't watch where he's riding, he's going to run into a wall and put out his other eye. What do you pick on him for, man? You know he ain't got all those marbles. Yeah, well, that ain't my fault. I just don't want him riding behind me. Yeah, but how would you ride if your old man beat your brains out when you're 12 years old and put your eye out? Not so good, I'll bet, huh? Take it easy on Charlie, let's give him a ride. He looks like a serviceman. I don't know, honey. It's not a good idea picking up strangers. But Chuck's in the service. Wouldn't we want somebody to pick him up? Maybe you're right. Okay. Where you heading, son? Los Angeles. We're going that way. Hop in. Thanks. I'm Chuck Baldwin. This is my wife, Nora. Hi. I'm Johnny Martin. Where are you from, John? Oh, nowhere really, ma'am. I was raised in Illinois. I got nobody back there now. Thought I'd go out and see L.A. Live a little bit. Are you in the service, John? Yes, sir. Marines. I was an MP. Just got my discharge. Oh, military police. Charlie's a policeman, too, in Pittsburgh. That's right. 20 years. It's my first vacation. Like a second honeymoon. That's right, sweetheart. We have a son about your age. In He's in Vietnam. Infantry. I was over there a year and a half myself. It's pretty rough over there. He'll be okay, though. Hi. I brought you those jeans. Oh, thanks, Tracy. I wish you could join us. You didn't have to work today. I'll bring you back a few samples for your rock collection. Wish I could go. I need the lab credit. Geology's not the easiest class. Oh, it's going to be boring out there. I wanted the guys to come along, but I keep trying to tell her it's geology and she wants to make it biology. Right. <laughs> well, I've got to get going. I'm late for work. Have fun. Oh, thanks. Tell her hello for it. Bye-bye. Bye. Marines, huh? Oh, I understand those uh, Marines give you some real rough training. Oh, yes, sir. Surprised me everything we had to learn just to be a GI cop. <laughs> I'm sorry, sir. That's all right. That's all right. That's, that's what I am, just a cop. You ever think about joining the police force now that you're out of the service, lad? Oh, not really. Everyone seems to be having a lot of problems here in the States. I'm kind of tired of problems. I don't blame you. We sure have plenty of problems. All those riots. Murder. Don't get me wrong now. I'm awful legitimate decent, but that have law and order, you know. That's why we need kids like you. Good, level-headed, honest cops. Just like my husband. <laughs> I'm getting kind of hungry, honey. Didn't seem to be anything around here. You know, we've been driving for hours. We haven't even seen a gas station. Boy, this is really desert, isn't it? Nothing like this back in Pittsburgh, eh, dear? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was late for work this 
morning, Lou. I had to stop by Rita's and give her an old pair of jeans for a geology field trip. Geology? Well, you have that class too, don't you, Tracy? Uh-huh. You know, I told you you could take a day off of school any time you needed it. And who would help you out of the cafe? You know you can't get along without me. Well, it looks like a gas station ahead. Maybe we can get something to eat. Hell, pull up. How about it, Amarine? Ready for some chow? Yes, sir. Good boy. Alright, good boy. <laughs> so, did you notice that thin blue line conversation that the fucking pig worked in there about the riots and how he doesn't mind dissent, he just wishes they would find another way to do it? It's amazing that that white nationalist talking fucking point still exists for all civil rights. Well, we're we're kind of still at that moment now, you know, in, in the world where, you know, where people are going out and they're trying to, uh, well, uh, to, to get their rights through demonstrations and all that. And sometimes and- by any means necessary necessary because they have to claw it back from the people that are systemically killing them. But that is also true. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's amazing to me that the conversation really hasn't changed. And once you recognize those dog whistles and those various phrases and manners of speaking, that it literally has not changed since the 60s. They just found a new way to repackage their fucking bullshit and hate. And until pigs like this die, we'll never be able to really stop it. Yeah. Well, Jesus. Uh... <laughs> I'm not saying they have to be killed they can die off of natural causes they're getting fucking close anyway especially if they were this age in the 60s yeah right it's been 60 years i'm pretty sure the actor's gone not let alone the character oh yeah the actor's definitely gone (laughs) (laughs) and we know what happens to the character because he is a cop yes and uh he definitely does still die (laughs) anyway spoilers um (laughs) it's a biker film there's no spoilers that a cop is gonna die (laughs) yeah yeah right uh still doesn't make the bikers the good guys though because they are all rapist pigs so right but a stop clock is all I'm saying, man. <laughs> all right. So they pull up, they get to the diner. Uh, dude sits, uh, the Marine sits at the counter while the couple sits at a table. Uh, everyone's taking orders. And after uh, giving their orders, uh, the owner talks to the couple. And that is our next clip. Barren area, isn't it? You haven't seen a thing around here for miles. We're in the most isolated spot in California. Closest town's about 25 miles. You know, you get off the highway, you can drive 250 miles. You won't see anything. Pretty hot this time of the year, too. Better stay on the highway. Well, it could die pretty easy out there in that desert. What's your name? Tracy. Tracy? That's a pretty name. You live around here or what? In Clifford, up the way. Hey, what do people do? I mean, around here to have fun. I don't have much time for fun. I go to Clifford Junior College. I'm trying to get a scholarship to UCLA in Los Angeles. Gotta get out of here. I don't want to be a waitress all my life. I want to be somebody. Well, you're a person, aren't you? And everyone that's a person is somebody. It's kind of hard to be somebody way out here. Got to get to a big city and meet somebody important and get married. Well, good luck. I hope you find what you're looking for. And that's the end of the first 20 minutes. So we kind of know horrible gang doing horrible shit. In the general vicinity of this same desert area, we just watch them do it, and then we have these innocent folks that are in a diner, one of them being a cop, so not so innocent, one of them being yeah. a cop's wife, so is probably an innocent victim of domestic violence constantly. Jesus Christ. Accurate. 
I mean, yeah, accurate, but goddamn. <laughs> Why mince words about it? It's fucking true. Cops are fucking wife beaters, like most of the time. The statistics don't lie. I mean, you're uh, you're, you're you're just mean. <laughs> <laughs> I'm accurate. There's a difference. I'm being accurate. Yeah, you got a little something going on. You'll be all right, though. Everybody's fine. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting tattooed soon. It'll be fine. We can move on. Yeah, no, that's not. It's not. That's not fine. God damn it, court. <laughs> no, no, it's gonna be good, man. It'll be fine. For who, court? For who? For the art. For the that art. Yeah, I'm getting uh-huh. tattoo art. Oh, oh, are you? Yeah, my artist is <laughs> fucking amazing, and I bet you he would punch out your lights if you tried to say otherwise. Who said I'm saying any otherwise? That's good because it sure sounded like you were. Well, I wasn't, so you just calm it down over there. I'll <laughs> accept your implication that tattooing will not make me mentally healthier. I accept that fact that you can state that, and I, I believe that is possibly true. That I won't get better just in tattooing alone. But yeah. that's the step I'm willing to take now, Matt. That's a, that's, but that's what you're willing to. That's a chance you're willing to take. <laughs> right. I'm glowing up the outside first and making it pretty. And then I want to work on the inside and really fix it up. Yeah, right. I'm redoing the siding, man. I'm redoing the siding. We should move on. It's what you have to do sometimes. <laughs> I don't want to talk about the rape that's about to happen, but we have to move on. All right. Jesus Christ. All right. The next 20 minutes starts. The bikers are riding in. They get to the diner. They generally creep on anyone and cause a disturbance. They get handsy with the waitress and the owner comes in and calms everyone down. The gang leader also says, hey, let's, you know, take it everything easy. Let's sit down. And this leads to our next clip. That sucker up in the hill. I had him right here, baby. Right here. I could have oh, killed that sucker. My naked, let me do it. Yeah, cool it. <sighs> I can hardly wait till we get to the beach next week, Anchor. And we can go on the water and sleep on the beach. And maybe, just maybe we could be alone together. Maybe we ain't going to the beach. You ever think about that? I don't care where we go, Anchor. Just take me with you. Mm, maybe by that time I want something new. You know what I mean? You know I can be anything you want me to be. Yeah? Yeah. Can you be a spade? Oh, wow. Oh, Anchor. Why don't you go play with a waitress or something? I'll get off my back for a while. You stick. I, uh, don't think you're going to find your Prince Charming amongst your guests. I guess not. Don't let it bug you. We've been riding with us for a long time. Ah, we got to stick together. Ain't much, but it's better than nothing. Boy, I've had a lot of nothing. I do anything he wants me to. I even sleep with him he wants me to. Doesn't he know I'd take care of him? Firewater, why don't you put a coin in the machine and I'll do a little dance. Maybe that'll turn. Oh, yeah, by the way, there's a character in fucking Brownface to play a Native American, it looks like, who is named Firewater from this gang. Yeah, it's it's not good. It's fucked is what it is. Let's yeah. call it out for what it is. Also, the way that this woman is being treated as this man's prostitute and property and not an actual woman, fortunately, that's not just a biker gang movie thing. Apparently, that's also a biker gang thing in some cases. Yeah, it's, it's, the, it's not really a progressive place for women. <laughs> <laughs> it's not exactly a non- toxic masculine environment either it's pretty awful for everybody involved in these yeah pretty much in these specific outlaw biker one percent style gangs like these guys where they are specifically the ones that you are getting warned about in these movies because there are plenty of motorcycle clubs out there that are not an outlaw biker gang there is a difference (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, it's uh, there's a difference, but it's still gross. <laughs> What's happening here is an example of an actual 1% club that is a criminal organization and is just yes. fucking awful. And this one is not even a particularly well-organized one. Yeah, no, it's 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 all terrible. And uh, fuck, <laughs> and, and we have to sit through it a little bit longer. <laughs> I do want to point out the waitress in this particular sequence that shows up with the dark hair and the very uh, prototypical like 60s makeup style where she looks like she would actually be a go-go dancer instead of a waitress. She's just yeah. trapped here in the middle of the desert. I was super fixated on her when she came on screen. I was like, oh my God, look at her. Because she's exactly oh. the type, obviously. You know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, sweet, innocent girl with a dark raven curl, you know? Yeah. The dark, so that, that will do it. The dark yeah. eyeshadow yeah. to match on that. Like it just, it fucking worked for me and I became obsessed with her and I wanted to know what other things that she was in and why I felt like I recognized her. And then I started going through and I'm like, oh yeah, I've seen that. Oh yeah, I've seen that. I don't know if I would recognize her in that. But she hasn't <laughs> been in like a ton of different stuff, but she's definitely been in some of these B movies and a couple of Al Adamson films that I would have caught her in. Yeah. No. So there you go. Well, yeah. There you go. You, you found something. <laughs> yeah. But the, I just, I have to call out specifically the eye makeup that she has in the sequence here in the diner is just like, it just, it caught my fascination. There was, there yeah. was part of me where it was like, you know, Dreamweaver starts playing. I'm like, oh my God, who is that? <laughs> <laughs> Dreamweaver. I believe we can get through the rest of the show without you singing. Thank you. Uh, I don't think we can. So <laughs> deal with that. <laughs> I believe we can. So let's do that. I believe I can. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Well, anyway, so the, she dances around. Uh, then the uh, owner stops the music and the, you know, it's like, hey, just eat. Then the guys start harassing the cop's wife. Uh, so the cop throws hot coffee in another guy's face. It's a little bit of a fight to the cop pulls a gun. But that also leads to more of a scuffle and the bikers obviously get the gun. They take the cop and his wife and the owner out while leaving two bikers, the waitress and the Marine there. So the waitress can tend to the burnt face bikers you know, injuries. Well, we get outside, the leader rapes the cop's wife. Uh, then uh, where we cut back to the diner and the waitress is trying to help the biker. Uh, then we go back to the group and after the leader goes on some fucking diatribe, which is just, you know, uh, can't really hear anything with the pity dick in his mouth. Uh, oh, he kills uh, the that's three. That's an important bit of dialogue because Russ Tamblin actually wrote that for himself. Did he? Yeah. And it I would not uh, record that because it came right after he raped somebody and he's trying to act all noble about what he does. Right. So. And that's absolutely, absolutely fine. However, the context of the speech itself put aside and just the actual yeah. speech that he says before he kills a cop, I wish someone would lift that entire speech up and out and have him actually like execute a fucking uh, racist white nationalist murdering cop in a film. Like that would just be fucking beautiful and just change it from the hippies. Oh yeah, to, yeah. No, you know, like if he wasn't, uh, just got done raping somebody, this, that'd be a pretty good speech. Right, right. <laughs> it's the character's terrible actions that no and void the actual dialogue itself. However, the dialogue is really well written and you can see why Russ Tamblin wanted to have that sequence in there. And uh, yeah. it's definitely fucking menacing and it definitely feels evil. And it's 100% when he's giving the speech, you know it's just an excuse for his actions. Yeah, right. We can move on. I just but had yeah, to point that out. Yeah, uh, but yeah, it's, it's gross. No one's arguing that. 
Yeah. So uh, then back at the diner, uh, the Marine pushes the cabinet is open, you know, like a medicine cabinet. And of course, it's made of glass, pushes it and shatters in the burnt guy's face. And he's not doing real well. Uh, but, you know, fuck him. And then he kills him like a drown him in a bathtub. And then another biker shows up and he drowns him in the toilet. He's dead. Good. Uh, the guy that um, the guy that got tossed in the bathtub wasn't drowned in the bathtub. Oh, his face just his, died. His face got beat in so bad and he was bleeding really really bad and he gave him yeah. some head trauma in the bathtub tossing him in there and then when the other biker comes in and he fucking swirlies him to death by drowning him in the fucking toilet i was so fucking happy i was like oh that's why i remember this not being as fucking brutal because this guy really deals on these bikers pretty well which is good you know that's kind of what they all deserve right after you watch yet another fucking rape scene and then an un uh, then like that speech that justifies the murder of three innocent people that were just in a diner you showed up to like yeah. none of these folks should get out alive none of them they're all complicit no 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 every single yeah, one yeah they that should all be gang. done exactly and i'm on board for this this is where the biker gang movie becomes like a revenge fest kind of thing yeah, agreed. So it's all right. <laughs> yeah, bad people should have bad things done to them. We're both okay with that. Yeah, yeah. I am, yes. That is a, that is a definite fact. Bad people should have bad things done to them. It's uh, There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Jeff Bezos. I'm anyway. You. Yeah, <laughs> fucking Elon Musk can be right behind you. Um, <laughs> I don't know. He might get up first. He's really moving to the front of the line in my estimation. Yeah, right. No shit. So anyway, let's let's move on before he traces to us. Um, <laughs> as long as his name's not in the show notes, his bots aren't going to scrub this shit. Nobody cares about this shit. That, that, that's true. Uh, so uh, while they're, the other group is walking back, the one biker who's in red face, he has a distinct, uh, a very large problem with uh, the main guy in the killings that he's been doing. And uh, he, he's not exactly pleased with how, uh, you know, how the, how the leader's conducting himself. He thinks the murder and the raping is not all that good. Justifiably so. If one person were to survive for any particular reason, it might be this guy, but he's still complicit. So if he dies, I'm yeah. okay. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so then the Marine and the waitress, they escape in a buggy. They crash into a couple bikes and then they pull off. And that's the end of that 20 minutes. The chase was really good. The buggy chase. Yeah, and everything. The, yeah it's a pretty good chase. Hey, man, it's not often you get to see a doom buggy. I'm just saying. Right. I mean, here in the desert, you might as well fucking use it. And then like watching the bikes bottom out and get damaged in there where they purposely were overrunning them into the into the desert yeah. ground and stuff. Now you know why they didn't buy super expensive, super fancy bikes. It's so that they could be broken down and, you know, beat up and all all of that kind of stuff and it works better for the budget just like yeah. you don't ever see a really fancy car get blown up in a low budget movie you know exactly it's always like a piece of shit car <laughs> right it's just the way that it makes sense because it's cheaper to do it and you just write your story around it and make it work or you know you spend the extra dough or in this case you use yeah. cgi or ai these days well, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, now nothing's real. So. <laughs> yeah, more or less. The only thing that's real is the suffering that we all are <laughs> going through. That we're all having to endure. Yeah, that's also true. <laughs> that seems like a good fitting place to be for the next 20, I think. Yeah, all right. Let's uh, let's get into it. Uh, let's see here. So uh, the next twenty starts. Uh, we there's some chasing happening, but the bugs uh, the buggy runs out of gas because they must have damaged something over a bike. So the two head for the mountains because the bikes won't be able to follow them on their bikes at least. Uh, some more chasing through the mountains, and then uh, the bikes are starting to break down, and this leads to our next clip. Look, anchor. My hog broke down. It ain't gonna go any further. My. My machine had busted too, Anchor. Well, it's just cooler for a minute. Huh? Let me let me catch my breath. 
Jan, where's my uh, hat? Yeah, let me think for a minute. Are we in trouble? Oh, we got no trouble. Let's all get stoned. Forget those two. Let's not get stoned, huh? Let's not forget them either. There are witnesses that you guys want to fry. Well, I for one ain't going to sit around here. I'm going to go up on top of one of these hills and take a look around. Well, there's not much there, but it's better than nothing. Tracy, we better get moving. They're sure to be after us. But they can't get their bikes over that mountain. They can do one of two things. They can circle around or they can follow us on foot. In either case, we'd better get moving. Let's go. I just wanted to point out that the one stoner guy is another instance of a stopped clock being right in this case. They really should have just got stoned and trying to forget everything that they did and just yeah, basically that, died peacefully in the desert. It would have been better for everyone. That's, the, yeah, that's, that's fucking, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> so in this case, you know, just get stoned and don't worry about your troubles and then also get a tattoo in lieu of therapy. I'm down. Okay. No, the other one's not good. What are you doing? <laughs> well, both of them are actually not really good coping mechanisms, Matt. <laughs> I mean, yeah, doing drugs uh, or getting drunk all the time is not a good way of uh, being able to. That's a lie. It's perfect. Do it. Do it. <laughs> I believe. Sorry. I, was that loud? Was it loud? I'm sorry. You were peeking a little bit there. Yeah, that's fine. I do believe that Dean Lerner may have actually been correct when he said that fat, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life, son. That's bullshit. <laughs> Dean Wormer was the bad guy, which means everything he said was wrong. <laughs> we can uh, debate that all we want, but we really need to get back to the rape fest that is Satan Satis. Uh, okay, fine, jerks. Anyway, all right, so um, then the guy goes up on top of the hill, he checks for stuff, and he sees a truck. He tells his boss about it, and they all and three of them go to check it out. The other duo, uh, the, the duo who was running away, they stop for some water and wonder if they'll make it. Then we cut to the three ladies who our heroine waitress was talking to before. Uh, was They're all like, hey, you know, uh, uh, they're the ones out here with that truck, and they are talking, and hey, that's our next clip. like just released inmates. Don't forget this has been here for centuries. All you do is drive up and take it in. Did you find any interesting samples up there? How can anything be interesting without men? But we found a lot of new rock samples, didn't we? We have about 26 varieties. It's more than I expected, but we'll have to take one more swing through in the morning. I need to start dinner now. Yeah, well, I'm going to go get some more sun. Uh, the three bikers, they spot one of the girls who's going to get the more sun, and he send, they, one of them goes to grab her. We cut back to the other two ladies, and that is our next clip. Gourmet Delight is almost ready, and our free spirit still isn't back yet. You suppose we should go look for her? Oh, and spoil this beautiful dinner. She'll get back when she gets hungry enough. You don't suppose she's lost or anything? Who, Rita? Oh, God, no. You know, you really aren't the camping type, are you, Jan? It's good to see you're enjoying yourself so much. I'm glad I came. I've never been camping before. I always thought it was for boys. At least that's what Daddy always said. My folks took me camping since I was six months old. Hi there, little lady. What do you want? Look at the brave one, Anchor. There's more food there than two little mamas. Uh, was you expecting it? We have enough food here if you care to share it with us. Hey, Anchor. Want some of this chow? Yeah. It's 
Real nice of you girls to share your food like this. Not everybody will share their food. Hey, you don't think I'm eating your uh, that other girl's portion, do you? Well, what makes you think there's anybody else with us? What makes you think there's not? Carol, what if they've heard her? You know, what if? What if fifths don't count? What have you done to Rita? Hey, Inca, name Rita. That, that's pretty. I think I like her already. Can we rest a minute? Yeah, okay. Sit down. We'll take a minute. Well, I can't tell if it's much further or not. There you go. All right. Then uh, our Marine decides that it's time to find a place to bunk down for the night. And that is the end of that 20 minutes before we go into the final 30. Ooh, that's a bold choice to go a full 30 at the end. Yeah, just decided. <laughs> Fuck it. Yeah, that's totally fine. Um, <clears throat> this is basically a general setup of the final 30 act anyway, so I kind of understand where yeah. you're going from. Because it's all just pretty much characters start dropping like flies from this point. <laughs> you know, and it's the bikers are positioning themselves in such a way as to get rid of the witnesses, yet they're allowing themselves to be distracted by somebody who is camping there and to basically just torment, torture, and harm them. You can already tell that that's what's on their mind the minute they show up, and the temperature of that generalized place where they are cooking that food drops significantly. And you can feel it even in the audio from the clip if you've never even seen the film the women are yeah. absolutely terrified right off the bat because two dudes in outlaw biker outfits with swastikas adorned on them just happened upon them in the desert for no fucking reason and are being really really forward about shit with them yeah right and it's uh it is not good they do the self-defensive maneuver where they essentially try to appease these asshats and uh there is no appeasing sadists particularly when they're satan sadists mm. Yeah, no, they are they are going to use you up and most likely kill you because they are horrific people. Yeah, they're going to torment you until they get bored or tired of hearing you scream in pain, and then they're just going to end your life. That's exactly what they're there yep. to do. And yep. Russ Tamblin, former child star, so fucking menacing in this. Like, he makes this movie work because I hate every moment he's on screen. I hate him. Yes, yes. I want him dead. I don't want him around anymore. I want to beat the shit out of him because I think I can. <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe not. <laughs> I could take this motherfucker. I'm sorry. I, I know I can take this motherfucker. I, I can't say, I'm not saying I can take a lot of people, but I could take this motherfucker. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Well, that's a good headspace to be in because we were going to watch somebody take this motherfucker out, not once, but twice. So let's go. <laughs> It's about goddamn time. All right. So, and the final 30 starts back at the campsite. They terrorize the ladies by like forcing food in their mouths. And ugh, it's just terrible. Uh, that was the part I was talking about that gets really borderline close to yeah. what Last House on the Left did. He's essentially trying to force the food into their mouth as if they are going to be sucking a dick is what he's trying to make yeah. them do. And because they couldn't go and push the boundary like Last House on the Left did, they just basically took it right up to that point. And the implication is what is so horrific. Yeah, right. Oof. They're doing All it right. specifically to denigrate and demean these women. And it's obvious. Yeah. So uh, the uh, lady biker wants to leave. Then, lady, then the leader stuffs food in her mouth and throws her to the ground. We cut back to our uh, hero duo and they find a cave. Uh, and uh, as they find this cave, the two bikers are driving around looking for him. Uh, the guy goes to check out the cave and the lady screams at seeing a rattlesnake, which alerts one of the bikers. Well, the guy comes up and throws the rattlesnake on the biker and it bites the biker. He's able to crawl back to by his bike, but 
but the poison takes effect. He falls and dies. Uh, yeah. I saw him pick up that long, thin stick, and I'm like, what, is he going to beat him like my grandma when she asked for a switch? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is he going to do with that? Like, I'm thinking that out loud, and I'm like, I don't remember this. What does he do? And then I'm like, oh, yeah, the fucking snake, right? Just as he goes for it. And then when he tosses him on there, did you notice the markings on the snake change because it turns into a rubber snake as it's being tossed? Oh, yeah, 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 because, yeah, and then things go, like, weird on that. Yeah, and it wraps around his neck, and he acts like it's choking him, but they're trying to sell that he got bit by it. And it works. I mean, I don't want an actor to actually get bit by a rattlesnake in the fucking desert, so I think they made the right choice. Um, I think what they could have done is just had the snake wrap around his neck, have him sort of fall to the ground, and then cut to him, like, his hands grabbing at that rubber snake, like, really in close-up. You know what I mean? And then, like, he tosses the rubber snake, and then they cut back to the rattlesnake moving away. And they kind of probably yeah. clean that up a little bit. They really try to sell that rubber snake a little too hard. And it at least lightens the mood a little bit for me. That's why I wanted to point it out. Uh, <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, that is. It's a little bit of a, it's, it's fun to watch that because that's funny. Yeah. And he actually really struggles to try and stay alive and he rides the bike. He keeps it up for a while. But like you said, he does eventually fall down and die. And they really pad out the film with that. But that yeah. sequence is so fucking satisfying watching him slowly deteriorate and just lose hope and die. Like it's it's working for me. Like this carny trick has pulled me real good. And I'm into this at this point. The revenge part gets me going. <laughs> Yeah, right. You're like, all right, there we go. <laughs> die, rapist, die. Die, you assholes, die. All right. So then um then we cut back to the campsite, and that is our next clip. I just know they're gonna kill us. Don't worry, Jan, I can handle this. Hey, anchor. Will he back yet? No. Ah, poor soul. Something must have happened to him. Oh, what could have happened to him? I don't know, but I'm gonna go look for him. What the hell are you and Acid doing with these broads? You know, I'm getting sick and tired of your warp mine, Anchor. I think we ought to get the hell out of here now. You know, I'm getting sick and tired of your lip. Now we're going to do what I say. And I say we're going to stay here, and that Willie's going to be back soon, and everything's going to work out just beautifully. Yeah. Well, I, for one, ain't going to fry for what you've been doing. I'm going out there, and I'm going to find Willie, and we're going to get the hell out of here. Hey, how about some coffee? It's getting cold. Yeah, that'd be okay. Wouldn't it, Anchor? Anchor says it's fine. The dude puts LSD in the coffee, so you know bad things are about to happen to these ladies. Um, he puts all the LSD in the coffee. Yeah. Then uh, the leader talks to the biker lady, and that is our next clip. Anchor, please get out of here while there's still time. I don't care what happens to me anymore, but I'd die if something happened to you. Just get on your bike and get out of here. You trying for an Academy Award or something? A dramatic deal? Can't you get it to your thick head that I don't want to be bugged anymore? Okay. I won't bug you anymore. I'll do whatever you want me to do. Take a walk in the desert. Look for rocks or something. Just get out of here. I love you. Love. What do you know about love? You're good for one thing and one thing only. And you know something, now that I think about it, you're not even so good for that anymore. You ain't nothing anymore to me, baby. I'm sorry. You're just nothing but a, a piece of dead meat. Anchor. Please, Anchor, I need you. Please. Now I'm going to tell you something, baby. I warned you. Now I'm going to go back to those three girls and see if I can't find myself a new mama. 
Tell me about yourself, John. Oh, there's not really much to tell. Three years ago, all I knew was Chicago, Illinois, and then the Marines. I guess I can thank the Marines for teaching me how to stay alive, how to survive. Without you here to help, I'd be back there with them. I wouldn't have had a chance. I'd just give up. I guess there comes a time when everyone wants to give up. To stop living. I give the credit to the Marine Corps. They taught me that the most important thing in the world is to stay alive. Well, at least if you're alive, you've got a chance to find out what it is you're looking for. Oh, now, don't worry, Tracy. I'm going to get you out of this. Guy's being super supportive, not very toxic with her, just is basically duty-bound soldier. I say this is a pretty okay representation of what a soldier is actually like, uh, or at least the ones yeah. that we have known. Or how about this? Besides soldier, how about it's just a good person? Yeah. Well, he's trained and he's using the fact that he was trained to do this to help yeah. someone out of this situation because it's what he knows how to do and it's the good deed that he needs to do, which is awesome. This is how yeah. we want to see a soldier represented for those of us that have soldiers in our lives that we actually respect and care about. Yes. Who are good people like this. Who are, yeah, who are, who are decent. We can move on. I just wanted to add that. Uh, so they kiss after that and the lady biker, she gets on a bike and takes off. The dudes are, the, the two dudes are now raping the three ladies who are just high off their minds uh, on LSD. Uh, I don't the know biker lady, if the sex she's seeing in the flash rounds that they're doing is actually the sex that is happening or if that's just in her head. You know what I mean? Like it's clear no, that they're going to rape those girls, but it's, yeah. it's like she's picturing it as she's driving away or they just want to show it. Yeah. And they're trying to make it seem like a lot of the thing that's really fucked about this is that they try to make it seem like a lot of the women are somewhat willing participants eventually with this before they're murdered. And that's even more. They are not. Yeah. And these yeah. women are all drugs. So no matter what they're doing, they're not in control of their own faculties. They were drugged against their will. Exactly. All right. So yeah, then she drives her bike off a cliff and dies. Um, with, so that's sad. With visions of um, her ex raping women together with his one yeah. biker crony that's into that, dancing to yes. her head. Um, then uh, the other biker, he finds his dead buddy. And then uh, we cut to the two bikers who just got done raping the women are playing Russian roulette. Um, the uh, other biker gets back and he goes, tells the boss that the other dude's dead and asks where the three ladies were. The leader then shows the guy that all three ladies have been cut up and murdered sadistically. It looks like they that were shot in the wants... back. I'm not 100% sure. Oh, okay. Well, that dude has had enough, and so he's like, fuck this, I'm done. They get into a big, big fight. Um, And uh, and while they're fighting, uh, the uh, biker dude throws the leader down a hill uh, after the fight. It looks like maybe that he's dead. Uh, Trust but verify. Always make sure when someone's lying there, fucking stomp their head in once you want to yeah, make sure they're dead. Something. Yeah, something. Rush them. Yeah. Do do something. So we cut back to the duo, our hero duo, and they think they're home free. Then they see the other biker climbing up to where the cave was. So the Marine goes ahead and leaves the waitress behind. Uh, and he, the two fight and he throws the dude down uh, the hill and he's crushed by rocks and he dies. Right before he dies, he says, you won't have to worry about the other guy uh, anymore. And that actually hurts the Marine because he's like, you know, I, I don't mind killing people, but usually they hate me when I'm doing it. Not that they just helped me. He also so said he I feels pretty bad. paid for this. Yeah. Uh, the two then walk away, but then the leader dude rolls up on his bike, and that is our final clip. All right, now you stay behind me and don't stand close. <laughs> if you could just see your face. <laughs> oh, you look so scared, man. <laughs> you 
thought you were going to get away from old Satan, didn't you, huh? <laughs> Don't you know you can't get away from Satan, huh? All right, you got us, so now what? Now what? <laughs> You just don't know, do you, man? You just don't know. <laughs> I'll tell you something. I paid my dues, man. <coughs> now it's your turn. <coughs> Johnny! All right. So, dude gets shot. Marine gets shot, but he survives. However, the leader got a knife right in his neck. Then they take off on his bike. Roll credit. Matt is reading the descriptions of how these evil biker guys have died very quickly, but it takes a while to get there, and they die very slowly and painfully, which is extremely satisfying by the end, considering all the horrible shit you had to watch them do. Yes. So you're happy that they're all die. They're all dead. They all die. Yeah. The finale did it once again. Uh, the carny trick is in effect for me. I ended up enjoying this by the end of it. Now, it's not a entertaining fun kind of film because there are definitely some parts of it that are really gruesome but if you stick it out and watch to the very end to see the sort of happy resolution even though several people have been raped and murdered at least all the bad yeah. guys are dead by the very end so it's a bittersweet ending very film noirish, and uh kept my attention the entire time and this is one i would come back to for sure Oh yeah, this is uh, this is one of those. I mean, I don't know if I come back to it because I'm not. Uh, I just I just have a problem with these type of movies. So yeah, every now and then I get in the mood to watch a biker film or you know like a one percent outlaw biker film or something along those lines or just something really gritty and dark and violent because it somehow makes me feel better to watch that stuff. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but uh, oof, rough. Uh, so yeah, this is one of the rougher ones, especially of the earlier biker films, and it definitely becomes a template that a lot of people follow all the way up into the eighties, man, and nineties. Yeah, right. Any one percent outlaw biker fucking gang type movie follows pretty much suit with this formula. They just either expand it or shrink it down in some way, shape, or form. Yeah, but uh, Jesus. <laughs> it's not an easy film to get through, and uh, I don't envy you having to do the notes at all. But I will say that, thankfully, the actually really menacing, denigrating scenes don't last super long, and they don't focus on them as much. And as much as you could probably expect this type of exploitation to deal with this sort of thing with kid gloves and, you know, be easier to get through, this is about the best you're going to get for this kind of movie anyway. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Like I said, it's one that I would probably revisit if I'm in the mood to watch a biker gang film. I've seen it before. Yeah. You know? And a lot of the Al Adamson yeah. biker movies I'd already seen without realizing they were Al Adamson. I just kind of caught them somewhere, either on a DVD or streaming or something. Yeah. Well, you know, you, you, you done did good. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. We're going to take a little break here. We're going to play Jack Scott with the song The Way I Walk because it has the same kind of sick, disgusting bravado that we've seen in this film. And we come back, we will have Matt's story time.
thing about the kind of folks that we saw in this biker gang in this particular movie is they actually have that dialogue going in their head where they think this is how the world is. That all it takes yeah. is, you know, just being touched and he can do whatever he wants and be hog wild. Now, granted, if you're in a relationship where that is a consensual thing, where you're allowed to just pounce and that's the sort of thing your partner's into, more power to you guys. It's just the consent part that we want. Yeah, we just, we're just we looking for uh, a little bit of consent, please. <laughs> if you could just... Uh, do that for us that would be fan-fucking-tastic well can we ask you for a story time then matt yeah sure all right here we go story time story time all right story time huh jesus christ all right well it's a biker movie so i'll tell a story about a bike (laughs) uh not my bike but uh, it, it, it's kind of a funny story. So many, many moons ago, uh, one of my friends got a motorcycle and a bunch of my friends decided in, in their dumb heads that they all wanted to. I, I don't get motorcycle riding. It's it, sorry. Uh, if it's for you. Awesome. Yeah, give me four wheels, please. Yeah, you prefer your cage. That makes sense. I do. <laughs> and uh, so. Uh, and, but a bunch of my buddies all wanted to have motorcycles and he was the first one to get one. So they all like one night, very late. I'm talking about two in the morning. We went to a target parking lot. It was empty and everyone was going to try to learn how to ride the bike. Now I was just there just to hang out just because all my friends were going. And there was alcohol involved. So that's why you were there. No, no, actually no booze. Wow. No booze. Cause they were like, no, no one's going to get drunk and try to learn how to ride my bike is what the one guy said. So very responsible of them. Uh, very, very responsible. Yeah. Yeah, more concerned no, I got about drunk the, later. More concerned about keeping the bike nice than actually protecting his friends, I'm sure. Yeah, no, yeah, he could give a shit less about his friends. Uh, right. you'll, sit th- you'll see this later. So my roommate at the time decided he wanted to get on the bike. His first on bike, he goes, he hits it wrong, and then he road rashes all over the parking lot. He, he was wearing shorts oh, and a t-shirt. Oh, God. He fucked himself up something good. <laughs> you met this roommate. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, it was it was the skinny one. Uh, <laughs> I bet his side looked like fucking beef jerky for a month. So oh, dude, he did. And then we're all looking at it. It was gross to look at. And then the very next slide, this is where it gets funny. The very next slide is the guy who owned the bike looked at me and went, well, you're up. And I looked at him and went, well, you're stupid because <laughs> I'm not fucking doing that. Are you fucking dumb? <laughs> Uh, and he was like, oh, you don't want to get on the bike now? And I'm like, no, I don't want to get on the f- bike now. <laughs> Motherfucker, I didn't want to get on it before. This just confirms my suspicions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This this just tells me that uh, this is not a good idea. <laughs> this is not for me. Do you have a golf cart I can jump on? Matt Sion prefers a cage. That's that's the, a golf cart, man. Now that now that's the epitome of classy driving. <laughs> <laughs> At least in a fucking Target parking lot where you could get hurt, yes. Yeah, 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 exactly. But yeah, so I was just, it was my first time uh, with a bike. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I have a relatively similar story, but it was like um, the first time with a four-wheeler, and it wasn't yeah. necessarily my fault. My older cousin at the time uh, had it in neutral, but actually had it in a much higher gear and just said, click down, it'll go into gear. And so the thing stood up on end whenever I went to hit the gas even just slightly because it was in a much higher gear, and it just wanted to take yeah. off. And so like it went out 
out in front of me and I jumped off the back of it and I still held it up in the air as like a fucking smaller kid. Like I wasn't even full size cord at the time, you know, and then just let mm-hmm. it sort of roll. Yeah. I let go of the, I let go of the gas, let it sort of roll forward a little bit. And then after it stood up and it hit its, you know, the bar to keep it from flipping over on me, then I let it go to where it would fall down. And uh, I still got on it after that. My uncle actually just really went after my cousin because he thought he did that on purpose just to make me look bad. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, that, that was just like, I think that was a three-wheeler actually, but it had a little roll bar on it to keep that sort of thing from happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fucking bikes, man. I'm telling you, they're dangerous shit. <laughs> yeah, I can understand why you prefer a cage. I mean, you know. But there's some people who want freedom. I get it. Yeah. I mean, I don't even like convertibles or fucking sunroofs for relatively the same reason that you don't, you know, want a bike. I can understand the thrill that someone has on a bike because that can be therapeutic because it's just you and the elements and riding and stuff. But they know yeah. how dangerous it is when they're doing it. And that's part of it is it gives them that sense of freedom of, I don't know if this is my last ride or not, but I'm going to make it count and it's going to be a great ride. You know, and it's, it's like a therapeutic thing for a lot of the folks that I know that, that bike. So I get it. Yeah. It's fucking dangerous, but for them, it's kind of part of it too, is the danger, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No, you're, you're exactly right. So, uh, but yeah, but yeah, uh, bikes just, uh, yeah, they're not my thing. They are yours. Cool. (laughs) Yeah. The two anxiety ridden nitwits that run this podcast are not for that for themselves. (laughs) Yeah. Right. (laughs) we try to we we are not that's not for us (laughs) right but i do skateboard and i would ride a mechanized skateboard like they have now like some of the electronics i've been thinking about getting one to sort of ride around and check out so you know i'm in the same boat where i'm gonna probably biff it and i'm gonna have beef jerky down the side of my body for like a while too if i ever actually start it up and i'm in my 40s so if i biff it now that beef jerky is gonna be around for a while (laughs) Yeah, that's uh, that's going to be a long ass beef jerky. So, <laughs> yeah, especially when I'm, you know, skateboarding, I could actually biff it and go head first and arm first and all that stuff and get a whole bunch of bad injuries. Yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, you could be in a lot of trouble, <laughs> especially at this age, because and I, now we're old. I right. mean, things don't heal up like they used right. to. <laughs> yeah. And I, I don't I haven't boarded in a really, really long time. So it would be even more dangerous for me to get one. Now, having said that, I'm still yeah. looking at them and kind of considering it. Well, that's I mean, listen, man, you got to have a hobby. <laughs> Who wants to live forever? That's what Queen sang about during that Highlander movie. Right, yeah. Who wants to live? <laughs> <Fucking> queen. <laughs> All right. Well, that's going to conclude our fucking story time. Hopefully that cheered everybody up. Now it's the time for the show housekeeping. And immediately after that, we're going to have Kit and the Outlaws with the song Don't Tread on Me for obvious reasons about the freedom that is offered by riding a motorcycle. And when we come back, we will close out this motherfucking show. If you've decided you can't get enough of the show and would like to check out more of it, we're available at legionpodcast.com. Just do a quick search for Cinema PsyOps or just enter this entire URL into your browser, www.legionpodcast.com forward slash cinema dash PsyOps dash podcast. Also available along with all of the fellow Legionnaires on the Legion Discord chat. And now let's give you a rundown of the memes and how you're going to get them through Cinema PsyOps. The easiest place to go is to subscribe to our Instagram feed, which is our main meme repository at cinema underscore psyops or you could also follow the facebook page of cinema psyops because they are immediately posted there after they get posted to the instagram repository and you can also check out the facebook group of cinema psyops and the memes are shared there i am available on facebook as court psyops because the memes are also shared there as well thanks for listening to the show i still can't believe that you're subscribed to us or here every week just like us
I'm just going to cut in here on that fucking solo. Why the fuck not? Uh, seems to me yeah. a lot of the people that are saying don't tread on me, what they really mean is don't stop me from treading on others. That's usually what I understand. Yeah. Let's don't tread on me treading on other people, please. <laughs> please allow me to continue punching down because I can't handle whenever somebody challenges the things that I like to do that are wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Because I need to be able to, you know, uh, fuck people's worlds up, please. Uh, because that's my right, apparently, for those people. Gross. <laughs> While Matt's out there thinking like them and feeling really disgusted by it, kick the fuck out of this week and make it your bitch. While you enjoy Freddie and the Hitchhiker with the song Sinners to close out this fucking show. Yep, I can hear you. Okay, and you can hear this? Yeah. Yep. All right, I'm ready to rock and roll if you are. Yep, let's do it. <sighs> Three, two, one. Just a second. Recording in progress. We don't have to start over. I've got my actual recording I've still been doing with uh, the Tascam here at the studio because I got All you right. to sound great through Zoom on that recording. Awesome. And, yeah, and it gets a better sound. So I just use that as a backup and I wanted to start it so that I know this part is safe. But in case we lose anything else, I wanted to have a backup recording just in case. So there we go. Gotcha. All right. <sighs> hit you with this Russ Tamblin. And other, yeah, this, go ahead. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was going to say other people are going to recognize him as Dr. Jacoby. Couple who are just having a romantic day out. Just blowing my nose. Go ahead. Uh, okay. Um, and they just... So, anywho... While you're finding your notes, I have something to interject here. Oh, go ahead. Uh, let's see here. Uh, sorry. All right. So... That number two or three. I didn't delete two if it isn't. You'd be number uh well, here, let's do it. Two, 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 two. You haven't seen a thing around here for miles. Yeah, it's We're in the most isolated I believe we can get through the rest of the show without you singing. Thank you. Uh, I don't think we can. So <laughs> deal with that. <laughs> I believe we can. So let's do that. I believe I can. Okay. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I love me getting so pissy at you singing stuff. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's like my favorite bit. Back at the, uh, or, uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, While uh, you're paused there, I got something to interject. Let's see here. Sorry. No problem. The guy just fell dead in the desert. The rattlesnake biter. It, the rattlesnake bite tea. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. All right. Silence cuts itself out. Okay. I know you like to hear the whole thing, so I'll let it play for you. I do. At least once I'll let it play story for time. you. Oh, I just lost you. Hopefully you'll come back. You're muted, but I see you back. I should be here now. Yeah, yeah, you hear yeah me? I can hear you now. That's uh, that's totally fine. We're about to wrap this up. Okay.
I need to be able to, you know, uh, fuck people's worlds up, please, uh, because that's my right, apparently, for those people. Gross. <laughs> While Matt's out there thinking like them and feeling really disgusted by it, kick the fuck out of this week and make it your bitch. While you enjoy Freddy and the Hitchhikers with the song Sinners to close out this fucking show. <laughs> yep, that fucking fits, doesn't it? <laughs> nah, no shit. <laughs> Holy shit. Let's fucking end this shit. Uh, one, two, three. Recording stopped.